Cumulus Broadcasting is proud to present the only show of its kind in the Fox Valley designed to inform you on how to go green, live green and save green. Welcome to Answers to Energy Questions Spotlight, brought to you by Evergreen Credit Union. Naturally, a better financial. Here's your host, Bill Schultz. Good morning, everybody. Welcome and happy holidays. Answers to Energy Questions Spotlight. Our thanks to Evergreen Credit Union, naturally a better financial that sponsors us each and every week. Uh, The easy-to-talk-to credit union. Go over there and find out how easy it is to maybe get a loan for a car. Not a lot of new cars out on the lots these days, but a great time to refinance your car if if you want to do that. So, And, of course, uh, construction going through the roof. If you need some some help getting uh, a remodeling project done, they can help you with a loan over there at Evergreen Credit Union. Well, we are in the holiday season. We are in the giving season. And I do that this every once in a while on the show that I put aside what we usually talk about, which is energy and saving money on energy, go green, live green, and save green. And when something crosses my desk that I go, you know what, Uh, this deserves a little time to get out to the community and talk about this, I say, let's put the green stuff on hold and and let's let's talk about it. And it is the time for giving, so I want to give the time today to our new friends over at Breakwater. And joining me is Hannah Wills, who is the project coordinator over there. Hannah, first off, thank you for coming on. We appreciate having you here. Thank you so much for having us here today and being able to give some time to our organization. Well, we're 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 pleased to do that. Let's start very basically because people may not be familiar with Breakwater. What is Breakwater? Yeah, so Breakwater um, is a community coalition, and really our mission is to prevent and reduce youth substance use in Oshkosh. And I can kind of go back and and talk a little bit of of how really the Breakwater name uh, began. So in in essence, uh, we all know that a Breakwater uh, is really a combined effort, right, between many individual rocks uh, to protect something that they care about. Mm -hmm. Um, So Breakwater was really designed um, as a combined effort of many individuals uh, who share a deep care for our community um, and the people within it. So that's Mm. really how Breakwater uh, was started. Um, I was wondering, yeah. that was going to be my first question. Breakwater, it it just doesn't, it, it it's it's different than what you would normally hear from a, a substance use kind of mm-hmm. organization where you use a lot of words like drugs and stop and, and all, the, and then you have breakwater and you kind of stop for a second and say, what's breakwater? That's interesting. Yeah, and we did that on purpose. Yeah. Uh, breakwater. Uh, really first started as the heroin task force. Um, so we worked on, you know, opioid um, prevention uh, and moved into the Winnebago Drug and Alcohol Coalition, which many people, you know, might be familiar with uh, more so than the uh, current breakwater. Um, but we designed breakwater in a sense to really attract youth. Um, so since we're working on preventing and reducing new substance use, we're not a coalition that's, you know, trying to just say no to drugs, but we want really youth um, to be empowered to, um, you know, maybe switch um, instead of using substances to develop a healthier coping mechanism. And so to get youth really involved in our coalition. Now, I have noticed in the small time we've talked already 
you have mentioned a couple of times that you don't say abuse. Mm-hmm. We You say substance use, yep. which caught my ear because yeah. usually, again, that's what you, you, you're talking about, abuse, abuse, mm-hmm. abuse. But this is really just any kind of usage yeah. of it. And I can I can you know talk a little bit about that uh, verbiage and why now yeah. we're switching um, you know drug coalitions around the world are switching to this new language of substance use. Um, when you think of uh, substance abuse, it's really you know you think of maybe a domestic abuse, something terrible that's happening, right? So we're trying to really step away from that stigmatizing word of abuse. Um, Because, you know, addiction isn't just a choice. People who have an addiction, you know, don't want to be like this for the rest of their life. They're struggling with something. You know, it's a mental illness. Um, So we really want to, you know, these are real people with real lives. um, And to really humanize that. um, And by saying substance use, you're really destigmatizing that word. Hannah Wills with us, who is the project coordinator of Breakwater here in Oshkosh, or do you, do you carry the Winnebago County uh, area? What, what, what's your area? Yeah, so we are primarily working in just the city of Oshkosh. Okay. Um, so it, it's a little uh, fuzzy. We have a grant, a federal grant, um, that um, gives us money. So as we know, coalitions you know, are always really struggling to get money to do the work in the community. Mm-hmm. Um, so this grant uh, really focuses on just the city of Oshkosh. Um, but, you know, but that doesn't stop us from being out in the community and spreading the word uh, to the entire Winnebago County. Okay. So a very general question here, very wide open question. What does Breakwater do on a day-to-day mm-hmm. basis? Yeah, so Breakwater is really here to educate the community um, on resources, um, you know, on ways that, um, you know, youth can really just help them prevent substance use. So our main goal is that we take what right now is, according to the 2019 YRBS, 31% of youth in Winnebago County report trying alcohol by the age of 14. Say that again. 31% of youth in Winnebago County report trying alcohol before the age of 14. Holy cow. Really? Yep, and 16% um, are that with marijuana. Um, so really what we're trying to do is reduce that substance use in youth, um, you know, help them and parents and adults um, provide better coping skills, really how to talk to youth about substance use, uh, because we know by talking to youth about substances um, and reducing that stigma associated with them, they're more likely to not use substances. So I'm going to guess, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, that a community like Oshkosh, Mm -hmm. overall, quiet Wisconsin city, uh, would be very low when it would come to usage of drugs, just because it's, you would think, you know, we put our heads in the sand maybe and go, it's it's probably not that available. It's Mm -hmm. where are they going to get it? It, we, we've got a nice community here. We've got we've got great people, but when you give out figures thirty one percent before the age of fourteen, mm-hmm. that's that's stunning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you know, and it's not. I'm not just picking on Oshkosh or Winnebago no, County. It's our right. entire. It's the entire United States. Yeah. Um, and you know, when we think about our culture, 
our cultural our cultural is very normalized when it comes to even just alcohol, right? We drink at graduation parties, we drink at funerals, we drink mm-hmm. um, at birthday parties, whatever that is. Um, and so it's just really being able to educate the community around really the risks of youth substance use. Um, so we know our brains aren't developed until we're 25. Um, so by a youth trying a substance, say at age 13, 14, 15, they're more likely to develop that long-term addiction if that by chance is something that, you know, runs in their family or the the way they cope, um, you know, when it comes to dealing with stressful situations. Um, and we don't have our numbers for 2020 or, you know, 2021 uh, because obviously COVID skipped that year. Um, but COVID has really been a huge stressor, I mean, in the lives of, you know, just us individuals, but really our youth. You know, Hannah, I, I, I look at your your challenge mm-hmm. as an organization, which is a huge challenge because of the problem of drug and alcohol use. But then I look at who you're dealing with, which mm-hmm. is a 13, 14, 15, 16-year-old who forget about what they're doing, just, mm-hmm. just their lifestyle is I want to be independent. Don't bother me. Leave me alone. Uh, I want to be with my friends. Nothing bad will ever happen to me. It's yeah. got to be something cool. I got to mm-hmm. do something cool. How do you break through that? You that, know, that might be a loaded question. Yeah, yeah. And I think um, I've been able to be in many schools and just talking about the way things are marketed to youth. Uh, that can really strike a chord with them. Mm -hmm. So we know that, you know, it's just if everything tasted really bad, if every, I'm going to talk about maybe vaping, right? If, if cigarette smoke is, is cigarette usage is down very, very low. It's like 7%. But our vaping and e-cigarette rate is through the roof, about 30% Mm. for high school students. Um, And that's for a couple of reasons, because one, they taste like Fruity flavors, yeah, right? It's candy. Yeah. Um, it's cheap. It's accessible. And so when you look at the way things are marketed, and it's done on purpose, mm-hmm. they're marketed to youth yep. um, and marketed to attract them in a way that they relate to. So like a flavor is OMG and, you know, it's mm-hmm. orange, guava, mango. And so they use verbiage and advertisement and ways to really attract youth into using these products. Um, but it also goes back to that youth are, you know, stressed. And, and once you use a substance that maybe can alleviate some of that stress, that becomes their coping mechanism. Nice. Um, hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to take a break here because I want to talk a little bit more about how you get into the schools and, and talk to them because it's a, mm-hmm. it's a great great thing that you're doing and and you're starting at i would say an entry level maybe you think it needs to be younger than that but uh let's talk about that a little bit hannah wills with us project coordinator from breakwater we'll be back right in Beautiful side, we're happy to 
Welcome back. Answers to Energy Questions Spotlight. Bill Schultz with you being joined by uh, Hannah Wills, Project Coordinator of Breakwater. We're kind of breaking the mold here of what we usually talk about on uh, Answers to Energy Questions Spotlight because this is an issue that affects everybody. I, I don't care what age you are, uh, the youth of of not only Oshkosh, but the society that we live in, the United States, and, and we see it on the news almost every day of uh, substance usage uh, all over the place. So, Hannah, I mentioned before the break, where do you start? How do you, you get into the schools? You, you, do you have assemblies? I don't even know if they call them assemblies anymore. Mm-hmm. That's how old I am. But do you, do you get together and you, do you talk with youth? Do you, do you do you encourage them to come and see you? How did this all happen? Uh, so Breakwater has really, we spent the last, you know, two years in COVID uh, really rebanding rebranding and getting our name out into the community. Uh, so now we're kind of, you know, refocusing and getting more involved uh, with our schools um, and our youth. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we haven't been able to get into the schools yet, um, but, you know, what we're really going to do once we once we do and, and formulate this is, is be able to empower youth to tell their stories um, and give them a space to be able to relate to other youth um, and just try to get them resources mm-hmm. and and kind of where we're going. Um, and I encourage anybody listening to uh, this podcast today is to check out our website at breakwaterswi.org. Um, there's a lot of resources. Um, if you're a parent or adult, anyone who has youth in their life um, to really start this conversation. Um, so coming up in this next year, we're really, um, I'll say it now, but uh, we're going to be doing a really cool campaign campaign called Courageous Conversations um, and working with Oshkosh Area School District um, and the community to really equip youth and adults alike um, to be able to start having these conversations around substance use and really breaking the stigma associated with that. A lot of parents think that it can't happen to their kids. not my kid. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, my kids. My kid plays sports. My kid is is in drama. My kid does this, does that. But it can happen to to anyone. Is there any signs that that a parent can can look for uh, that go that says something's going on here? Yeah, I really encourage um, every parent, if you are able to, to go to the Breakwater podcast and listen to the podcast Red Ribbon Week. Um, I had actually two parents on there who talked about, you know, how they talked to the, their youth. Um, one was in recovery, um, Dan Hawk from Apricity, um, and Chris Tarman from UWO Campus Police Department. And they both covered, you know, how they talked to their youth about substance use. Hmm. So I would say, you know, if you are noticing a shift in your child's or youth's, even um, in their mood, right, and they're maybe in their room more often, they're, you know, more quiet or they're not doing the things that they usually enjoy, um, you know, that could be a sign something's up. Um, maybe their friend group has, you know, shifted. They're not doing as well in school, um, you know, up in their room more often, just kind of, you know, to themselves or hanging out with a different crowd. That could be a sign. Um, but even just being able to go up to your youth and be like, hey, like, how was your day today? Um, you know, is there anything new that's going on in your life? Just being able to 
give youth a space to be able to say like, hey, I was maybe pressured at school today to try the substance. I am struggling because I don't maybe want to do drugs, but I feel, you know, the pressure from my friends to fit in, um, to try them, or I, maybe I'm curious. I see on the news there's a lot of opioid deaths happening and people are overdosing. Can we just talk about what that means and what that entails? Uh, so, you know, just by starting and, and creating this open conversation with the youth, they want to talk about substances. Really? See, and mm-hmm. that, you know, and, and I look at, again, that age group where they're getting more independent. Mm-hmm. They're kind of getting away from being with mom and dad anyway. So a lot of times it's hard to say, is this something or is it just them being a teenager? Yeah. That's that's a hard call. Yeah. And again, I would just say, you know, that is a hard call. And, and to just, you know, maybe I noticed that you're stressed out. Maybe what are your coping mechanisms that you're using? And can we just talk about what's going on that's causing you stress or, you know, and I think it's it's leaving space for the youth to be able to talk about it. Not saying like, you know, something's wrong, change your attitude mm-hmm. or, you know, let's you know, stop being so mad or whatever it may be, but maybe there's something else going on that, you know, is behind the curtain that the youth yeah. just want to talk about. Is the situation that you deal with more of a youth separating from from people and getting alone, or is it more getting uh, peer pressure? Uh, you know, I would say it's it's probably peer pressure is a lot of what, you know, we see when youth are using substances and when youth tell us, you know, why they're using any sort of substance is because they feel the need to fit in. Um, and that, you know, could be for a variety of reasons. Um, but say their friend, you know, has a substance and they're like, try it. Then it just so happens that they get hooked on that substance. Mm-hmm. Wow. Hannah Wills with us, project coordinator from Breakwater. So, if we're in the community mm-hmm. and we're hearing this and like, boy, would would love to do something. What yeah. can what can people do? What you know, obviously, if you have kids, that's you you've kind of indicated what you can do. But what what about it's a community issue. It's not just yeah. if you have kids. What else? What can people do? So Breakwater is a community coalition. We're consisted of you know twelve different sectors in the community. So anyone anywhere can fall into that. You can really go to breakwaterwi.org and and sign up for a newsletter. Reach out to us uh, via email and and say, like, hey, I really care about this issue. Uh, You know, one, we'd love to have you on your podcast because people really connect to real-life stories. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's something that we've seen happen with everything. Um, Connect with us. uh, Reach out. Maybe you can help us in any sort uh, with this new campaign coming out. I'm sure we need help with with that and and we can just you know wherever you find a passion we could find a fit well you know you know when you talk about youth and and they speak out i i just feel like that makes such a stronger connection mm-hmm. than a police officer than a parent yeah. than a teacher than you mm-hmm. pardon me but oh, yeah. you know it, it it's it really like does you're my age and this happened yes. to you and this could be me or i'm on that path that's, mm-hmm. That speaks volumes. Yeah, and and you know, and it that is so true. And we just really want our youth to, 
you know, empower them to have a voice and to be able to say, you know, like, I don't want to use substances, but I, I don't know what my next step is. You know, I'm having this issue and I just want to connect. I think I know the answer to this, but uh, I'm going to ask it anyway. Is there any kind of commonality with the youth that you see in age age group, in lifestyle, in income, in uh, you know, athletics yeah. or non-athletics or music or non-music or whatever? That's a great question. Um, substance use affects everyone. Um, it doesn't matter, you know, what age you are, what you're doing. If you have a lot of money, a little money, um, substance use can really affect, you know, everyone. And um, substance use is a really, really hard addiction um, to overcome, you know, alone. So, it's it doesn't matter who you are or if you're youth you know if you think that maybe that won't be my kid it, it's just great to even start opening up that conversation and breaking down the stigma associated with it is there as parents i think we always say it's it's my fault you know i did something wrong uh, um is it their fault and and what can they do differently that's a great question uh, you know, and I think a lot of things always fall back on the parents, and that's kind of, I, as you notice throughout this this uh, podcast, I haven't, you know, I've steered away from saying the parents need to do this. Yeah. It's it's all adults can be that one person for youth uh, that they feel comfortable with that they go to. Um, it is not their parents' fault, um, and I think, you know, growing up. Even in, in my own household, my parents were like, you know, you try this substance in, in front of me and you stay home and I'm doing the right thing. Um, and, you know, we've come to learn that that's, <laughs> that's not the right thing, right? Any substance use before the age of 21, and that's on purpose that it's 21, mm -hmm. um, can cause that addiction uh, for youth. So, you know, it's not a parent's fault. It's just being able to equip adults with resources to be able to have these conversations, to be able to get help themselves if they are struggling with a substance use uh, disorder. We have those on our website as well, um, treatment and recovery um, places in our community in Fox Valley region. Um, and I think it's just even for adults too, being able to have that conversation. And going back to that Red Ribbon Week podcast, um, we talk about that as any adult can even talk to one another, like, I'm struggling with this issue myself, and I just need a person there for support. Yeah, yeah. Hannah, it, it, it's great awareness. You're doing a, a wonderful job. I'm I'm sure it seems like a thankless job at times. It seems like you're, you know, there's a, there's an avalanche, and you're, yeah. you're trying to dig yourself out of there because it just seems like the problem just keeps on growing, and that, at mm -hmm. least that's what what we hear. But I would imagine just saving one just making a difference yeah. with one two that's that's a big difference that that makes makes your day yeah for sure yeah. um and before we are we break or move on to the next question i just want to make a plug um for this really awesome event happening in our community um it's the we heart you event um recovering in the community it's going to be march 30th um from 1 p.m to 5 p.m at the culver family center um and that's really just we're going to have recovery services, um, treatment opportunities there, um, but it's really to bridge a gap between the recovery community and the rest of the community. Um, so there's a lot of people in our community trying to break that stigma associated with substance use, and that's just one way. If you feel passionate about this work, 
um, want to learn more about, you know, substance use, hear stories um, from very powerful people in our community um, who have been affected by substance use, uh, come check it out. It's it's free. There's going to be free resources. Um, you can get free Narcan there. And it's just a great way to bring awareness to such a important and and you know passionate topic in our community. Definitely. Thank you so much. We're, we are out of time, but I want to thank you so much for coming in. Uh, from Breakwater, Hannah Wills, project coordinator. You guys are doing amazing work, and we're glad to be, be partnering with you on that. And, and best of luck. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you for listening to Answers to Energy Question Spotlight, brought to you by Evergreen Credit Union. Naturally, a better financial. Listen next week when we spotlight another business and show you ways to go green, live green, and save green. If you would like to be a guest on Answers to Energy Question Spotlight, please contact Bill Schultz at 920-230-0801.